healthy from the inside out. This is Valley Well Valle Salud, a health and wellness information program brought to you by ValleyWise Health and District Medical Group. Each week, we go in-depth with different healthcare experts on some of your top health questions, getting answers to help you live your best life. Hello, and welcome to Valley Well Valle Salud. I'm your host, Lauren Vargas. Health and wellness is more than just doctor's visits and lab tests. A big part of your healthcare is empowering yourself with the information your family needs to live their best life. So today, we're talking about a very special service offered at Valleywise Health called the Family Learning Center. Joining us to discuss are Becky Burr and Anna Contreras. Becky Burr is the manager of the Family Learning Centers at Valleywise Health, and Anna Contreras is a Family Learning Center coordinator. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Of course. So let's start. If you could introduce yourself and um, talk about your roles at Valleywise Health. Becky, we can start with you. Hi, I'm Becky Burr. I'm the manager for the Family Learning Centers. I've been at Valleywise Health for over 20 years now and have been a part of the Family Learning Center since we launched our first one in 2007. And I oversee the programs and services that are offered there. And Anna, how about you? Hello, Lauren. Good to uh, hear from you. So I've been a part of the Family Learning Center coordinator um, for two years now. And before that, uh, I was actually a kindergarten teacher for 10 years. And I worked in uh, surrounding districts around this location. I'm sure that experience comes in so handy with the kids. Oh, Lauren, you... Not just with children, but I think it really helped me understand the need that the community had and the skills that parents were needing to prepare their children for school. Absolutely. So can you explain what, for people who don't know, what is a family learning center? So the family learning center is really a a, a hub of support for the community. Not only do we offer classes for families, um, at this point we are offering virtual classes, but we also provide resources just for community members and we are located inside of uh, Valleywise Community Health Clinics. So we provide uh, health information for the, anyone that uh, walks in. We have um, computers in all of our locations for patients to be able to access, print health information. Um, and like I said, we we are just a, a big support system for the community. And it kind of seems like it's like a little library inside your doctor's office. It sounds so unique. I've never encountered anything like that before. Um, are you able to kind of go into the history of how the Family Learning Center came to be? Sure, I can um, be happy to help you with that one. Um, so back in 2004, we actually had a planning grant from Virginia G. Piper Charitable Trust, where we looked at what the needs of families and our providers were. And um, from a year-long project where we did surveys and focus groups and gathered information, we learned that providers were reluctant to identify some of those social service type issues that came up during appointments because they didn't necessarily have the time to address all those things or know where to refer them to. And um, families said that if there was a place located within the clinic, they would use it to help them gain resources and information. And so that's kind of how we were born. Um, we opened our first learning center in 
in 2007 at the main campus of um, Valley Wise Health. And then from there, we opened our South Central Phoenix location in 2009 with the support of First Things First and Maryvale um, as well in 2012, and then the Chandler location in 2014. And so um, we're uh, thankful for all of the support that we've gotten from other organizations as well as Valley Wise Health in helping us grow this project. Absolutely. So how has the Family Learning Center evolved um, throughout that time and changed? Yeah, I think in the beginning we thought that families would ask a lot of health information questions and connecting them. While they do ask about different health topics, we learned that families really needed a lot of um, other support services and maybe help them make connections to other agencies. And so we learned to really help them make other additional calls, like support them as they maybe had to call another agency to obtain a service and um, kind of model for them what was needed and how to advocate for themselves and to kind of support them through those process and then help them know to follow up and to make sure that they're getting the services that they need. And so really making those connections to different agencies and helping them do that um, became a huge part. And then as we got to learn families and what they needed, um, we started really building our education classes. And so we've really taken a lot of time to develop those classes and with feedback from our families about what they wanted to see. A lot of it has been parenting. They're very interested in, in being good parents and learning what they need to do to get their children ready for school and how to succeed in school. And so we've been supporting a lot through the education classes that we have. So are family learning centers fairly unique? Um, you know, are you going to find that in other health systems or is it more particular to ValleyWise Health? Uh, what we call ours family learning centers, there's often called family resource centers as well. And a lot of them are located in schools or in churches. And so I think here in the Valley, we are pretty unique that we're offering it within a, a healthcare organization and being able to be a resource center that's in that kind of unique setting. Why do you feel like family learning centers are important um, to patients and our community? I can go ahead and speak on, on that part, Lauren. I think that a lot of our families need that one-to-one -one support, um, first name basis. And one uh, interesting aspect that we provide too is most of our staff, actually all of our staff is bilingual. And so we're able to help the Spanish speaking community. And like I said, give them that one-to-one -one support, answer their questions directly. And really they, they want to feel that they're comfortable talking to someone about the needs of their family. If you're just tuning in with us, we're learning about the Family Learning Centers at ValleyWise Health. You can learn more and sign up to get involved with the Family Learning Centers at valleywisehealth.org. And if you'd like to make an appointment with a district medical group provider at ValleyWise Health, you can do so by calling 833-855-9973 Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or you can visit valleywisehealth.org and click the Book Appointment button. Um, we're talking about how important family learning centers are and how they've kind of evolved at Valleywise Health over time. Um, you've, you've talked about the free classes you offer. Um, can you go into more specifics on, you know, some of the, the offerings you guys have and, and what are some of those popular ones? Sure. Um, so we have a different organizations that we partner with. So we have like the Arizona Science comes in and does some preschool science on wheels, helping to provide some STEM activities for families. The Phoenix Zoo has been doing classes with the children really enjoy and, and showing them different animals and, and giving them that experience. We partner with human Southwest Human Development to bring some early literacy programs to us. We have a music um, class using a music together curriculum um, with an organization that does that in the Valley and they're able to provide that music for us. We do Zumbini classes, which is um, Zumba. That's 
that's for zero to four-year-olds where they sing and they dance. And that was one of the requests that we had from families that we were able to implement um, based upon their feedback. Um, we also partner with CPLC Parenting Arizona. We're offering parenting classes with them. And then our Family Learning Center coordinators also do um, a lot of other classes on their own, developing their own story times, um, doing baby signing time, being able to do a women's um, support group and self-improvement um, series. Um, just creating different arts and crafts activities and things that they can do at home during um, uh, COVID and so forth. And so just really building on what the families request from us and being able to provide those different types of classes um, as well. And I'm sure Anna probably has some other suggestions of what's popular too. So speaking to our families, one um, item that was missing was a father support group. And so what came out of that um, was a father's class that met for about six weeks, six to 12 weeks, depending. And it was taught by a male counselor um, and the families um, found that their, the participation of the dad in that program really benefited the whole family after they took the class. Absolutely. That must be so rewarding for you as a teacher, um, you know, in there with the families. What is, what is that like to kind of see how, how people can benefit from this? One thing that we notice is that a lot of our families did not finish their own education. Uh, wherever they came from. And by them attending our classes, um, not only do they get the skills to help their own children become better readers, and but we kind of fill in the gaps that they're missing within themselves as well. Um, and we're talking about literacy skills. You know, one of the classes that we have for parents is ESL Cafe. And you know, you can't really find a free ESL class anywhere. And by giving parents the skills, we're not just helping them communicate with their children's teacher in the future, but we're giving them a skill for life that's going to improve their quality of life for them and their families. As far as I know, these classes are free. How, how is that possible? Um, we have support by um, a, a number of different funders. First things first being the primary um, one, which was a proposition that the voters um, identified a number of years ago to be able to provide early childhood money. And so we're fortunate enough to be able to have the funding to help us um, bring a lot of these programs to life through um, their uh, support. And we have another of other different funders from our Valley Wise Health Foundation as well who've contributed over the years to be able to um, provide all these offerings for us. So it's been exciting to be a part of it. So obviously COVID-19 kind of shook up everything that we know, and I'm sure it's made a big difference on how, how you operate. Um, can you talk about, you know, what happened um, during that time and how you kind of adjusted to meet the needs of these families? Sure. I mean, obviously, a lot of our work was in person. While we did have emails and phone calls, most of ours were the interactions that families had by coming into the centers. And so obviously, last March, we had to, to shift um, gears there a little bit. And so we worked to bring up with our different organizations that had um, were coming in person. We worked with them first to bring them up online again and give virtual offerings. And so that the zoo and the science center and um, our literacy programs were up and running virtually. And then from there, we headed into getting all the coordinators, um, the tools to be able to provide classes out of the FLCs that they taught as well. Um, we also um, have realized that families had need activities for their kids to do at home and so forth. And we've been doing uh, mailing packets of different activities for families um, for things for them to do it 
at home and in ways so they can interact with their children um, and creating some of that family time with, with those activities. We've also done wellness checks on all of our families that were our regular um um, you know, coming to classes and making sure they're okay, that they have the support services. And from there, a lot of those families have been uh, talking about us to other families that they know. And we've been getting other phone calls as word of mouth is spread about what we're able to offer. And so, um, you know, I think for some of our families, um, we've heard feedback from some of our families that um, when they, um, when COVID hit, that the things that we provided them and the support we provided them during those the initial months were, was important to them uh, to be able to be resilient and, and be able to get through some of this um, with their families. And so we were really thankful to hear that feedback and to know that we were headed in the right direction to support them during this time. We're talking about the family learning centers at Valleywise Health, and you can sign up um, if you have kids or if you're just looking to learn more um, at valleywisehealth.org, and you can search for family learning centers. If you want to make a doctor's appointment, you can call 833-855-9973 Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., or you can also visit valleywisehealth.org and click the book appointment button. Um, so we're talking about how COVID kind of changed things up and, and you've gotten a lot of good feedback from that. Um, how many families are currently participating in your weekly classes? So um, weekly class-wise, we were looking at some of the unduplicated families that have been with us since July, and we were at about 150, 160. Um, obviously, we have um, a lot of different families that come in depending on their needs of their family or when school is. Um, so we've had a, a good number of families that have joined us. Um, we have moved classes around a little bit, too, as school started. Um, well, during the summer, a lot of families were coming during the day, but when school started uh, last fall, we had to adapt and do a couple evening classes, a Saturday as well, to accommodate when um, they were using their technology during the day for their school-age children um, and being able to provide those other offerings. And so um, we adjusted to try to um, meet their schedules as well. And Anna, you were talking about how everything you do is bilingual. How does that work? Some of the partners that we work with, such as, for example, the Arizona Science Center, they have an instructor. But if their instructor is not a Spanish speaker, then one of us, one of the coordinators, will log on and um, interpret for them. And and that's how we've been doing it for all the classes, um, just so that we can, you know, make the classroom um come to their home and the family can understand and participate in everything that's going on. Are most of your families Spanish speaking? I would say um, I, that we have a lot of bilingual families. Um, sometimes uh, we have a grandma who's a Spanish speaker, but the children are bilingual. Um, so it, it just varies. We do have some classes that are just for English speakers, um, but that, but for, for the most part, it's all bilingual. Let's talk about, you're kind of spread out all over the valley. How many locations do you currently have and what are your goals for, you know, expanding in the future? So currently we have the four locations, um, one in central Phoenix, South Phoenix, the Maryville area, and Chandler. Um, and so those are all fully operational. As we build our new sites at Valley Wise Health, as we move to the other clinics at South Phoenix Levine, the North Phoenix, and the Peoria, we look to also have family learning centers um, out of those locations too. So we're currently working on plans for that and um, fundraising and looking at ways for us to be able to bring those centers to life in those new clinics. And you were saying all of your staff is bilingual. What sort of background are you looking for in those um, staff members who work at the family learning centers? 
So um, the coordinators all have education or social work, um, just working with children. Uh, so those are some of the, the main backgrounds that we have. Um, currently, all the staff are, are master's level, but we have um, had bachelor's as well. And so we uh, just work to make sure that they can speak English and Spanish. And so we look to get them certified to be Spanish bilingual assistants as well so that they can uh, work with our community. So what are some of your goals for the future? Um, I know COVID kind of changed up a lot of what we were planning um, for our year. And are we, are you going to be doing any in-person classes in the future or are we sticking to virtual? We're sticking to virtual right now. I think that it's it's hard to, to figure out. And we uh, when we'll come back in person. I think a lot of our families have expressed, too, that they're not ready to come back in person. And, and um, you know, we don't necessarily have the space to accommodate everybody in a large, um, to separate everybody. And so I think we're going to stay virtual for a while. I think we're getting pretty good at it and feeling pretty confident and getting feedback from families about how to make improvements and what classes to bring them. And so they seem engaged in that way. And we'll continue on that path for a little while longer until we know more in 2021. And what's the next step for us? Um, but right now, that's the that's the way we're headed. And to add to that, Lauren, we've also noticed um, and heard from families that this setup, this virtual learning setup, has really benefited uh, many of our families due to either transportation issues or um, not able to, you know, reach our centers because of where we are they're located too far away. Um, and so we have seen that this has really helped many people in our community. That's wonderful to hear. And I actually think too that, um, you know, even if we are back in person, that there is probably some options for a virtual learning experiences going forward. I think this has taught us that there's some families that can benefit from this way, even if we are back to, you know, non-COVID issues and things like that. So I, I feel like the virtual will probably stay with us for a while, even when we are back in person. Well, you guys have certainly touched a lot of lives and impacted a lot of families. Um, let's talk about some of the success stories and some of your favorite, um, you know, I don't know if you could call it before and afters, but Anna, maybe you can start kind of telling the stories of some of the people who come to the family learning centers. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that uh, I really have enjoyed, especially with our virtual classes, is logging in on a Saturday morning and seeing a whole family participating in our music class. And dads uh, who normally wouldn't maybe necessarily have the time to come in to do a class with their child on their lap singing and clapping um, is a beautiful thing to see. And, you know, like I said, one of, some of our families have stated that, um, you know, they, they can't leave their house. It's not easy for them to leave their house. We don't realize the, the you know, medical conditions that families may have as to why they don't leave their house. But uh, us bringing programming to them really helps them because they have something to do with their child that is going to be helping them with their literacy skills, for example. And, you know, some of our families are very young families and they have uh, two, two children or three children under five years old and they themselves don't know how to be a parent. They don't have the skills, but, you know, with some of our classes that we have, our parenting classes that we have, they sit down, they work on an activity with their child and they talk about the activity that they're doing. So, I mean, that's a, a, an important parenting skill um, that we are modeling for them that they can do themselves as well. Absolutely. 
Um, what do you think would surprise people to learn about the family learning centers? So one of the things that surprises people when we, we talk to them about our classes is that all of our classes are free. There's no charge. And, you know, these are high quality programs anywhere else would charge you 15, 20. I mean, baby science classes even go to $75 a session. So I, I think that's one of the biggest surprises is that our, our classes are free and they're really high quality. Um, and one thing that we keep hearing over and over from families is that they love the instructors. The instructors, um, even virtually, are so warm to their children and their children eagerly await for the next time that they see them. And they say hi to them on the screen. You know, one little girl last week during Science on Wheels told the instructor, Mr. David, I love you. <laughs> and I mean, they, it warms the instructor's heart too because, you know, they also miss that one-on-one -on -one interaction with children and they're, everyone's trying their best during this difficult time. If you're just joining us, we're learning about the Family Learning Centers at Valleywise Health, and you can learn more at valleywisehealth.org. Um, and if you'd like to make an appointment with a physician at Valleywise Health, you can call 833-855-9973. Now let's talk about how um, people can contact the Family Learning Centers and get involved there. Absolutely, Lauren. So if anyone is interested in learning about our programs, um, how to participate, they can call our number at 602-344-1352. Now that is our number to our location on the on main campus, 24th Street in Roosevelt. Um, and we can certainly help them and we can provide them with the numbers to locations that might be closer to them as well. Thank you. On the other side of that, if someone's heard this interview today and kind of feels touched by the impact you're making in our community, how can they support um, this mission and, and what you guys are doing um, through Valleywise Health Foundation? Um, we do a number of different um, activities with the Valleywise Health Foundation over the course of the year, but they can um, make a donation there and specify the family learning centers. And so we're able to use that to help us um, build our programs. We also do an annual backpack um, event with them every year. And so those contributions um, can be also geared towards our backpack event as well to help provide backpacks to families. Um, but we um, have we actually received a lot of um, really uh, nice support from the Valley West Health Foundation and personal donations from families to help us bring our programs and services to life. Can you tell me more about the backpack event? Um, sure. Um, so actually since the first uh, Family Learning Center um, opening, we've been having an annual backpack event where we um, provide backpack stuff with school supplies uh, to families each summer. And so um, normally it's an in-person event, but this past year we were able to do a drive-through event and we registered families to be able to pick up the backpacks. And uh, we work with a lot of different partners that I mentioned, like the Valley West Health Foundation. We had a number of different organizations put together backpacks for us. Some of people um, donated cash and we were able to um, make the backpacks ourselves and get the supplies. And so it's been really a nice event that families depend on every year for us to be able to provide. And so we look forward to that every year. Um, this past year, we were able to give out over 1,500 um, backpacks. Wow. That's a huge, huge gift. Very cool. As we wrap up today's interview, um, is there any major takeaways you'd like our audience to know? Anything that we might have missed? 
Um, I just think that, you know, the family learning centers are there for support for families. And so if you need some different um, health, there's lots of different things that can affect a family's health. And that might be other social issues in their lives. And so we're there to help them get through some of those things and to be able to connect them. And if they're also looking for some activities for their children, you know, um, we're um, able to um, help with that. One takeaway for me that I want to give the public is, you know, 90% of a child's brain develops before they start kindergarten. And that's why we need high quality programs like the the ones that we offer. Um, There's so many, uh, there's such a big need for parents to have the skills to be able to help their children um, even before they start school. If you missed today's show, we'll have this recording available as a podcast. Just search for ValleyWell Valle Salud wherever you get your podcasts. We'll also have it posted on valleywisehealth.org slash be well. Becky and Anna with the Family Learning Centers at Valleywise Health. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Lauren. All right. We'll see you again soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to ValleyWell Valle Salud a health and wellness information program brought to you by ValleyWise Health and District Medical Group. If you're looking for more information about what you've heard today, visit us online at valleywisehealth.org be well. There you'll find blogs and videos from our healthcare providers, and you can even book an appointment at a ValleyWise Community Health Center near you. That's valleywisehealth.org be well. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.